Hey everybody, welcome to Revitalize Meet, where I get the opportunity to meet business owners and key influencers from across the UK business community. And today I've got the great pleasure, yet privilege, to catch up with two gentlemen that I've got to know over the last, at least the last three years. They are the owners and founders of Four Business. Can you please welcome with me today on Revitalize Meets, the one, yes, the only two of them, Mr. Aaron Bust and Mr. Sean Ferguson. Sean, Aaron, how are you both doing? Good, good, good thanks, Lee. Just one small correction with the surname, it is Beust, but don't, don't, don't worry. <laughs> I always get That's something wrong somewhere don't along worry. the line. So, Lee, Lee, no, no apologies needed. I, I, no apologies needed. I quite, like, I quite like the fact that Aaron gets called a bust from time to time. Wow. <laughs> no trouble. I've known you for so long. I never know. Nobody's ever corrected me on that one, Aaron. So uh, please don't do it now. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it has to it had to be done. Given the fact this is now going public, I think it's best to correct it. So. <laughs> I stand corrected, sir. Thank you. I stand corrected. Um, Aaron. Sean, would you mind sharing with everybody who's watching and listening today a little bit of an overview of your business for business? Would you mind doing that for me? Not at all. Aaron, do you want to go? You, you go. Shall I go? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. go. Okay. Go. Why ever not? Okay. Well, firstly, Lee, thanks for having us today. It's absolutely brilliant. And we, you know, I really take my hat off to you and revitalize. You've done incredibly well. And I know how much you really care about your network up there in, in Scotland. You work tirelessly to, to, to bring so many people together and especially through incredibly challenged times this year. Take your hat off, take a bow, my friend, because you're doing an incredible job. Thank you very much, Sean. Thank you. So an overview of for business. Um, for business is basically an excuse to bring yourself onto the golf course once a month to meet great people, uh, build trust, integrity, uh, play golf, and hopefully some magic happens from that. Um, and Aaron and I strongly believe in, in that as long as you dive in deep enough when you're playing golf and you're having fun with somebody, you will really create opportunities um, for yourself. And that's that's what we've done. And that's what we've always done for seven years. And, um, you know, it's been an amazing journey. And we've got groups now all around the world and members all around the world. And only on Thursday this week, we're, we're hosting an international Zoom meeting with our friends in America and Spain and Ireland. UAE and, and the UK as well. So yeah, it's um it's fun. Absolutely superb, Sean. And I mean, what you've done with building it and the way it's sort of progressed over the last seven years, it's actually excellent to hear that you're reconnecting with our fellow colleagues over across the pond in the United States, especially in these trying times right now. Would you mind from either one of you sharing what's been your biggest challenge over the last seven years of creating the business, getting off the ground? What's been the biggest sort of hurdles that you've actually overcome in that time I, I, for, for me I'll, I'll give my take on it I think um, yeah. you know it, it, when you start a business it's challenging full stop regardless of what business you're doing I think as experienced business owners we both had businesses before uh, setting up for business we went into this venture with our eyes wide open and I think um, a lot a lot of people when you're going into business for the first time they, they set they put their plans together and, uh, and they've got some really nice projections of what they're going to be making inside 12 months. But we're, we're really realistic. You know, I'm, I'm certainly very realistic in terms of this is a we're running a subscription based business. And you, you, you and I think in that type of model, you, you're not going to expect to see cash returns really quickly into your into your bank account. And therefore, you, you shouldn't expect to see an income 
um, for for you know for for several months, if not years. And I think sometimes when people go into business, that's the biggest challenge for me that you've got to have the right mindset going into it. And if you have the right mindset, then you you know that you're in it for the long game. We knew we had a proven business, proven business model. And I think with that, with the right mindset from day one, when we're turning up to these first events with nobody there or a handful of people there, we know that we know that we've got something that's really special, and we know we can grow it. So I think that's a, that for me is a fundamental challenge of is to get over to get the, yourself into the right mindset because we're in it for the long game, never the short game. And I think that's what for me is a, is, is is like the biggest challenge for this for this type of business. Don't expect to see good returns, and I think from within side twelve months, and I think. Um, that, that would be my my take on the, the number one challenge which you, you overcome. Yeah, and, I, and I'd absolutely agree with what Aaron said there. I think on top of that, the, ch the challenge is it's the relentlessness that you have to put yourself through when you're building a business. And it doesn't matter what type of business it is, but it's that 24-7 working on, in and around the business, building a community around you. You know, when we look back seven years ago, we wanted to make sure that we were going to build a business community of golfers and people that wanted to help each other on and off the golf course. Mm. And that doesn't happen by just doing a post once a week and liking a few comments and doing a few adverts. It is relentlessness of building trust, integrity with your community and that they also believe and trust in what you're trying to do. But I also think on top of that, we have a lot to thank our families and our really close friends as well, because Aaron and I would be getting up at 2, 2.30 in the morning to drive to somewhere in, in the country and then do the same again the next day and the day after that. And that doesn't come with without challenges of not seeing your loved ones, not seeing your children growing up and all those things, which any business owner, I'm sure, goes through those challenges when they're starting a business up. Oh, just, yeah. just, just to, to reinforce what Sean says, talking about relentlessness, it is, it's relentlessness on social media and all of these things. But, but I, I can always remember, Sean always remembers this moment when we, we launched a group outside of our region for the first time is it it Oxford. It's in February. It was a winter's morning. It was torrential rain. It was flooding on the roads. Yeah. We're driving to the golf course thinking, we don't even think people are going to get to this venue because there's so much water around on the road. It's freezing cold. And we turned up and we stood there. And there's, there's a, su surprisingly, there's a few people that actually turned up on the day. But we stood there and we shared our vision that this was going to be a national. We weren't talking international in those days. It's going to be a national organisation networking organization playing golf and we shared the vision what we're going to achieve and not not you know we basically achieved what we said we were going to achieve from that from those first moments and we we were we believed it in ourselves and i think that belief then carried that projected itself onto the people in the room that day and they all joined it was it was literally torrential rain we thought no way are these guys going to even turn up let alone join but they believed in our vision we believed in because we really sincerely believed in it and we and that relentlessness carried on at every single event going forward for many years until you get the business established until you get a national you know a, a brand out there so yeah well actually that, that, that's time you talk about Aaron I remember we, we hosted a a non-golf but but kind of networking event in Basingstoke uh in a in a big um a big office block um and we got some um, other companies to sponsor it and which covered the food and all that sort of thing we had about 100 people there it was amazing and we did it just to sort of wave the flag and promote for business in, in the Basingstoke area. Um, and what was what was fascinating about that was we shared a graphic of what we have now, which was one group in Basingstoke and what we will have in 
by 20, I think it was 2016, we would have 100 groups across the UK. And, and we delivered on that. And it's really funny how, you, you know, we, we did that graphic, not to have it on the wall and say, if we're not doing these calls and if we're not doing this reach on social media and if we're not getting these new members joining us and if we're not getting the right people running the right groups and everything else, then we're not going to achieve that. But we kind of it was just there in the back of our minds all the time that the 100 groups, that's what we wanted to achieve. And and we did it. And my advice to anybody watching this is I think you've got to give yourself some short, medium and long term goals. And our long term goal was always to have 100 groups because we knew that 100 groups could get us 2000 members if each group had 20 20 members and we always wanted 16 1700 members by the end of sort of 2016 2017 and again we achieved that and i think it's really important i think sometimes people beat themselves up where they they set a target and if they don't achieve that target they beat themselves up and think they failed well actually small medium and long-term goals i think are the best way to do it because you can then celebrate lots of wins rather than just one big one one big one. I think it's right what you say as well, though, Sean. Aaron. it's it's the clarity on your goals that you're aiming for. People don't have normally have the clarity. You had the clarity. You knew what you want to achieve. You knew how you had to deliver it, and you delivered that with even the first group outside of Oxford. You know that's what you want to do. You delivered upon that, and really well done on doing that. Because everyone has that challenges, but they don't embrace the challenges. They just go along along the road. And one of the biggest things, I mean, you shared with me prior to today's interview was that you generated in excess over four million pounds into the golf industry. But you also seen over 50 million pounds worth of referred business done on the golf course and outside of the golf course as well. So that is a great achievement that you've had on that one. Can you share anything else from your achievements that you've also you've overcome the challenges, but you've also exceeded your expectations of achievements recently? Sure. Aaron, shall I? Yeah, 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 you go. I, 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 I think for us, you know, it's been amazing that we've been able to generate this extra revenue into the golf clubs because, you know, in 2013, golf clubs really did need some extra revenue and our model fitted perfectly for them because we were bringing the 45 average golfer through their gates, wasn't a member of a golf club and got involved with the golf club and you know, a lot of the time actually ended up joining the golf club as well, which we're really relaxed about because there's plenty of people that can join for business. We're not worried about golf clubs getting members from us. In fact, we, we really celebrate that. Um, and then there's the business that's been generated. And we're not like um, other networking organizations that keep a, you know, a close, um, a close record of, of, of the business that's being shared. It's probably when it, well in excess of 50 million now, Lee. Um, and that's just because of the business we keep hearing about where we get personal messages from members saying, I just want to say thank you so much to what you guys are doing. This has helped me and this is what I'm earning from it, which is, which is lovely. And, you know, we, we know it's, it's working really well out there. But I think the, the, the thing that we're most proud about is that we've been able to bring the whole trust and that whole intricacy of golf which is a which is a trusted sport there's not many sports out there that you can disappear for five minutes then come back to your playing partner and tell him that he's now winning or you're now winning without him really seeing if you're winning or not winning i mean there's such a huge trust element of that and business really comes into that and i think for me personally what i feel so honored about is i have made friends for life through for business i've met some 
some of the most powerful business leaders this country's ever created to somebody who has who is generating 25 to 30,000, 50,000 pounds a year income for him and his family and really proud of it. And they're the most amazing people as well. And I think that's, I'm, we're just so lucky that we have that opportunity to really get to know those people. And even more so since, um, you know, since we had lockdown earlier this year, um, we've been hosting so many virtual networking meetings that we've, we've come to meet you know, over 1,600 of members over the last, you know, nine months. And that's just been awesome. We'd never have been able to do that if we were out to loads of groups playing golf and networking. So I, I feel really, you know, very, very fortunate for that. I think we also find. Sorry, go on, Alan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say just to, to, just to add to, to what Sean was saying. When you look at what what we've actually fundamentally achieved, it's nice to look at the numbers and what we've achieved. That's, but that for me isn't. That doesn't really for me is what we've really achieved. If you look at what we were doing, if you look at life eight years ago before Four Business was created, what it was like. We trying to cast our minds back and try to remember what what life was like for the business owner eight years ago. Well, the business owner eight years ago was myself and and was Sean. And we were, for me, I was trying to get new clients from email campaigns, telesales activity, radio campaigns, salesmen on the road, door, you know, door knocking, everything. I tried everything to get a new client through the, through the doors. And then like every business owner, you try everything and you try to find something that works for your business. I never really settled on anything that was outstandingly good for my business. And I really struggled with this. I tried networking, everything. So what, what's changed since four businesses been started? Well, I think we've we've given the business owner a genuine method of an alternative method of actually finding new clients and actually putting smiles on business owners faces and that for me is like a really really big achievement they can wake up in the morning knowing that they're going to go and play golf on a really nice golf course with some really nice people and maybe get some business from that that wasn't around eight or nine years ago and that and that's that, that for me is fundamentally we've given that the business owner today an opportunity to have a, a healthier lifestyle but smiles on their faces because for me I was it was for me running a, a call center business quite a miserable experience trying to get new clients and um banging your head against a brick wall day in day out trying to find the best way of getting a client if I had this myself put on my lap eight nine ten years ago I'd have been a happy business owner but I probably yeah. wouldn't even we wouldn't have been looking at it so for me that for me it's a fundamental thing that we've achieved in business we've given people that opportunity to do something they really love and also get new business and that wasn't around eight or nine years ago and no. I think that is something for me that it's really you know we, we're yeah. most proud about yes the numbers are good but actually that's just a you know, a follow-on from what we've what we've created here. For, so yeah, that's, that's 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 what it is for me. I think what you what you both find as well is that what we what we all have found, especially with me now playing golf a lot more as well, is that you cultivate and nurture a lot more relationships on the golf course, which you both touched on there from an achievement point of view and the challenges. Because the challenge sometimes is you've got to find some middle ground, some common ground where you can enjoy a game between each other, but at the same time you do find out a lot about that person around 18 holes of golf. You do find about every single part of it, but it also builds that trust. And you touched on it as well, was that you're looking at the, the short-term opportunity, but the long-term gain that you've got when you build that up. And people have to have that mindset in the mind, looking ahead of themselves for the long-term gain that's going to happen after six months, 12 months, because by that point, you've built a very strong business relationship up. But I think you also both mentioned there is diversifying. You touched on briefly lockdown, 
the virtual events and everything else. So it's great to hear the achievements, the challenges that you've done. But we've all been through this stage now. We've, we've all three of us had this conversation about diversifying the business. What's been the biggest diversifying change for you since the beginning of this year? What, what's made the biggest difference to you diversifying your business for everybody who's watching and listening today? We've just, we've just been able to allow members to meet members from around the world. You know, um, really, the only way you could have done that previously would have been through Facebook, through the app. If you were lucky, maybe get hold of that member and try and arrange. I was, I was going to say try and arrange a Zoom call, but come on, let's be honest. When we go back before February yep. of this year, yep. people weren't using Zoom. They weren't using Teams. That, you know, if we'd have tried to get our members on Zoom meetings like we do now and said, look, guys, um, jump on a call with Aaron and I and we're going to have 35 plus members on there. And it's going to be a great opportunity for you to, you know, explore opportunities with everyone on the calls. They wouldn't have bothered. So, you know, I think that we have really been able to just take full advantage of, you know, the, the, the situation with Zoom. And, and I think members have really enjoyed that, that aspect of it because they haven't needed to leave their homes and they can literally just jump on a call like we are with you now, have an hour's call. You know, I think Aaron and I still sometimes need to pinch ourselves that we'll have somebody on a call from America, Spain, Plymouth, Glasgow, Birmingham, all on a call talking about how they can help each other in business. It's, 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 it's so amazing. It must be also hard for yourselves as well with all the different accents and languages that are coming through there as well. And that's just the Glaswegian, the Northeast accent, I feel. Yeah. It's, it's, it's manageable. I'd also, just on top of what Sean was saying there, I mean, as a business as well, I mean, obviously people's mindsets have changed in the last nine months. And yes, it's nice to bring the members together. But the other thing that we've, we've which it's allowed us, which has been a really positive thing for the business, is we can now talk to golf clubs the other side of the world and get them on board you know we've yeah. we've picked up two new golf venues in spain in the last six months and that's because we've been using zoom previously it would it'd be a hell of a job to try and get a golf club on a zoom meeting but we've been able to get you know we'd have had to fly to spain meet them face to face and then maybe get and maybe or maybe not get them to agree a deal now we can have these zoom meetings and we can be anywhere in the world really quickly and agreeing golf venues so for us that's a real positive and that's going to be a long-term positive thing for the business because the mindset has changed. And I think that's going to be one, something we're really going to be tapping into. I think members will always prefer to be out on a golf course playing golf. We sort of know that. And that's what, that's what, that's what the model's there for. But, you know, but that, that the behind the scenes stuff as well will allow us to have a real positive benefit yeah. going forward. I think that's a, that's a big win for us. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And it's, it's great to see, you know, we all have to embrace it. And we had to overcome it quite quickly on the market. And you hear that word pivot and everything else, but we all had to just move forward, do something, get it changed and keep moving forward. So really well done in what you've done, especially for the community as well. And, and bringing the wider community together, which you're 100% correct, bridging the gap with Zoom. As Sean said, we didn't have it many years ago. We did, but nobody embraced it as much as they're doing right now. Now, if you could cast your mind back seven years ago, right? I know it's quite harder, right? But cast your mind back seven years ago. You've both got various experience. You know, Sean, you've come from a retail sales and marketing background and also with distribution and print. And Aaron, you've been in accountancy, pensions and call center, which you touched on briefly there before. If you went back seven years ago, you're both talking to each other. You've launched your first event in Oxford. You're then looking at your second event. 
what top tips would you share with yourself then that you could share with everybody who's watching and listening today who are budding entrepreneurs who are thinking, do you know what? I'm going to make a go of my business today. What would you share with them? What would be the top tips? Mm. For, for, for me, top tips is obviously once you've got, you, you've convinced yourself you've got the right business and you're going to do well in that business, obviously then the belief starts in, in with, from within. So whatever happens in terms of some failures along the way, you know, you've got the belief to carry on. But for me, it's getting in the right mindset in terms of too many business owners, like I said at the beginning, they create a plan and expect to deliver cash results into the bank account really quickly. And, and, and business isn't like that. It's really hard. It's, you have to be in it for the long term. And you can only be in it for the long term if you've got the belief in your head that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. So I, I would always question somebody's mindset at the beginning if they're setting up a business. Is this at, at your core, do you really believe in it? Because if you really believe in it, it means that when you call 10 people and nine people reject you, you're not going to worry about the nine rejections. You just believe that you're going to keep going on and keep getting the people that are going to buy your services or buy your product. So for me, the top tip is getting yourself in the right mindset with the right business. And then it's about delivering on that in terms of the, in terms of marketing and things. But that is my number one uh, tip. And especially it works for this type of business being a, a subscription-based model as well, even longer game than, than a lot of businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. I mean, for me... Sorry, Lee. That's right. I was just saying thanks to Aaron there for sharing that. So yourself, Sean. I, I think when I when I look back at my previous businesses and and also just my previous business background, I suppose, you know, when I when I look back, um, if I go back twenty years, um, I would have um, had a directory or a library full of um, yellow pages books that I would have had in front of me and I would have made lots of cold calls and I believe that if I made a hundred cold calls I might be able to get five appointments and out of those five appointments I, I might pick up one new client um, that then then that kind of worked those stats were okay um, and then I used to think if I send out a thousand emails I might get 10 replies and I might get five appointments and I might pick up one one new client but what I've now learned through some of the brilliant networkers that we've got, but also the constant education I give myself, I love listening to things. I love learning. I'm, I'm always into something. It's all about your network. It's all about the people you're talking to, but it's all about the people you're trying to help first before yourself. And I, I didn't learn that until much later on in my business life. Um, I actually used to go up to networking events up in up in London, probably about 13, 14 years ago. And I was doing it then, but I didn't realize I was doing it. And that was I was getting to know people. I was coming away. I'd get on the train from London to Basingstoke in Hampshire. And then I would make all these introductions. At, and, and then people would come back to me within 24 hours and say, wow, thanks ever so much. That was really kind. That was really kind that you listened to what I said at the dinner and you've now made that introduction and and i just kind of naturally did it but i i i just think if i look back now i wish i'd have i'd have pushed that even harder that real networking and really the mindset and aaron spoke earlier about the mindset and the belief in your business but also the belief in you want to help other people first because yeah. i think it really does come back to you but then i think you when you then start looking at that, that's a real challenge for anyone when they start up their business. Because at the end of the day, 
their business won't survive unless they're getting business in. So I would imagine that initially your mindset's going to say, well, I've got to make those calls because I've got to close those deals because I need to put food on my plate. And, and by helping loads of people, that isn't putting food on my plate, is it? But actually it is. And, and, it, and it's trying to make yourself believe that, you know what, I've done this now for three months. I haven't seen a return from it. I have had some thanks and appreciation, but I haven't had any return. I haven't had anybody introducing anybody to me. And it's just having the belief just to keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, keep helping people around you, be the go-to person and it will sort itself out in time. But then I guess then it talks about the cash element of your business because it's all well and good going out networking and just helping everyone else in the room and not asking for anything yourself and relentlessly doing that. But you need to make sure you've got some cash behind you realistically to survive for at least six months, if not 12 months. And, 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 and as an entrepreneur that, that you might be listening to this now, I know you will have that belief that you've got the best idea that no one's ever thought of before. And it's going to, like Aaron said, it's going to absolutely fly. But equally, like Aaron said, you have to give it time. So you've got to make sure that you're not burning out of cash too early. And, and, and sometimes your passion will take over the fact that you might be burning out of cash and running out of cash and then it might all go horribly wrong for you. So I, so I think it's so important to go and ask for money when you can ask for money and don't wait until it's, it's too late because then you'll be told no. So always make sure you've got the tap ready as it were, but, but just try as much as you can see, see opportunities and help other people first and, and it will come back to you. And it's a great point as well that you both make. It's 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 you know you touched on the belief, the mindset, the passion, keeping the drive, keeping the focus, keep pushing forward, but also give yourself enough time, plan and prepare ahead of exactly what you're doing, week in, week out, month by month, yeah. for that six months and think you've set yourself a goal. That's what I need to do, but you've got to put the actions in to do it. Yeah, and I think I agree with both of you. A lot of people expect things to happen within the first month. No. Mm. You've got to give yourself that time. Yeah. Can I can I can I say something on that? Sure. Let's, let's talk about action because I know you're big on that. I've seen a lot of your content, and it's about, you know, you. I think you you invite some some members and entrepreneurs to to join you to actually set out actions so that then you've got people who you've all agreed on the call that this is what we're going to do, and then next week we all agree that we've done it. Everything will always get in the way of whatever you try and sort out. Whatever you plan, there is always something that's going to get in the way. But people who are really successful in business don't allow anything to get in the way. They plan that things will get in the way and they work out when that gets in the way, what I'm going to do to get around that to make sure I still carry on on my journey. And it's so important to, A, have the passion, the belief, as Aaron described earlier, but then say, no, those are the two things I have to do every day Every day without fail, nothing gets in the way of that. And I say two, not 10 things, because it don't start with 10, start with two and achieve those two and then get two months down the line and say, right, well, I've, I've done those relentlessly now. I've done those 90 times over the last three months. I'm now, I'm, I'm on it. And, and as long as you've got support from family, friends, people around you, you, you will achieve those things. But you've got to make sure that, if you set yourself goals and actions, you really go for them. Otherwise, it won't work. 
Yeah, no, I and, agree with that. And and you'll 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 only achieve that if as well you've got as for Aaron and I, not just our families, but our team. We've got an amazing team that work for us at head office, you know. Um, we've got amazing ambassadors, you know, we've got over 170 ambassadors around the world that that believe in what we're doing because they've seen it work for their businesses and they know that the more they go and do it, the more they're going to help their networks and help their business as well. So, you know, it, it's just it's just keeping that going. Relentless, relentlessness yeah. all the time. <laughs> no, again, 100 percent behind that one, I think. Again, just touching on that as well. I mean, I had this saying, it's like networking is like a gym. And I shared this a few times with people. It's if you put something into the gym and you want to gain from it, you'll gain something from it if you do your daily actions every single day. You will get better at running, you'll get stronger, you get fitter, you get more flexible. If you put nothing into the pot and nothing happens in a week, nothing's ever going to come back over again. You kind of just rely on it just happening magically. You have to put the work effort in to make it work so and i think there's a bold testament to that sorry Aaron. yeah no i think it's a good analogy the gym analogy because people join the gym to get fit and change their body shape etc etc and they start the gym and then nothing happens to their bodies they, they go in four weeks down the line still not an awful lot has happened to my body or my fitness so you, you, you then start questioning should you carry on but those who do carry on long term see the gains and have think, a body like you afterwards Aaron we're <laughs> <laughs> not here to talk about my body but I think I, I would say I, I would say that it's a, it's a perfect analogy to Jim because you just you don't see results instantly in fact you don't see results after a long period of time a lot of hard work you don't no. see the results and this is a, goes back to the mindset thing. You know, you 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 will feel some pains in the gym, and you and you you'll be putting in the hours, but you will not see results for a very you know very long time. Yeah. And I think that's the mindset you've got to get into as a business owner. It's almost trying to work out when you're going to see your results and almost like double it or even not triple it, and then feel some pain along the way. And then yeah. your mindset is actually this is good to feel some pain because this is the mindset you've got to have. It's good to feel a little bit of pain here yeah. because it's going to stop other people getting into this business and to stop the competition because not many people can cope with this level of pain. So it's almost, that's almost like the mindset <laughs> you have to have. And I'm afraid that's what it is. It's got to be maybe yeah. a little bit sick in the head, but that's what you've got to have. <laughs> it's got to keep, well, it's, it, you're going to be going through it first, but you've got to keep pushing through because it will come out on the other side as long as you put the effort and the work, the work rate into it. Like, you know, yourself and Sean's both saying there. Thanks very much for sharing that. And I'll be thinking of what gym work I'm doing today. Um, what's next? So we talked about achievements. We talked about challenges. We talked about your business, your backgrounds. You know, you've got one of great decision makers within the, the business club itself or the, the, the sort of four business itself. You've got national and international networking events. You've got new things, new branches opening up across the country, across the globe. So what's next for Aaron and Sean? What's the next step, the next door of opportunity for you and for business? So <laughs> in, in March, we were due to uh, launch Florida. Colorado is going really well with the, with the help of Josh. Um, and we were due to launch Florida in, in, in March this year. Uh, we had 300 people um, who were invited and we had 200 guests that were due to join us and we had to abort mission. And, and for us at the moment, it's just, you know, making sure that our market in the UK and Spain and Ireland and, and, you know, ensuring that they are secure, 
making sure that we've supported those ambassadors and those members as best as we can. And I think we've we've definitely done that, I feel, with, with all the virtual meetings we've done and the introductions we've made. And we've made some life-changing introductions, which is which is wonderful. But but the real future for us is absolutely America. Um, you know, it's a it's an absolute beast. And um, we're being asked, if not every day, every other day by our friends over there, when are we coming out? Because they love what we're doing and they just want to get involved with it because they can see for themselves that what we've created, um, they, they, they see our vision and they know that they can do really well from it, both mentally and also as a business as well for, for the future of their business. Well, if you ever need me, I have my passport at hand. I've got my passport here ready. <laughs> Aaron and Sean, I'm, I'm there, I'm supporting you, so I'll be there, I'll get the private jet fueled up, ready to go. <laughs> You'd be very welcome, Lee, you know that, you'd be very welcome indeed. Brilliant, thank you very much, and it's exciting times for you both, I mean it's always like we've talked about quite regularly all the way through this Today's Revitalised Meet, is about, you know, setting those goals, setting the right expectations, knowing that you're going to achieve them, the mindset, the belief, the passion and what you both want to deliver, and you're doing that, you know, but you're also recognising and reflecting upon the people and communities that you have that you've grown already always nurturing the actual communities that you've got part of right now so i wish you all the very best for the future and hope that i'll still be part of that going forward for many 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 years to come for everybody who's been watching and listening today how can they make contact if they've got questions you know not just about four but everything you've been sort of talking about today and they want to reach out to you both What's the best way of getting in touch with Aaron and Sean after today? Well, I mean, through our website, which is um, very easy to find for, well, there you are. It's on the screen for FORE-business.com. Um, that, that's the, that's the easiest way. And obviously you can connect with, with Aaron and myself as well on LinkedIn. We're, we're prolific um, on, on, on LinkedIn. We, we don't leave that one alone either. So you'd be very welcome to, you know, hook up with us on there and uh, reach out definitely and and thank you very much i think it's always i would encourage everybody to have a look at it if you've got an interest in the gulf if you're looking for business and opportunities but most importantly like we've all spoke about today is nurturing those business relationships up and seeing what opportunities are out there with the right questions that you ask on the golf course you'll always get the right answers that you're also looking for and if you use the right actions every day opportunities will be discovered in everything that we do um, I would like to say a big thank you to yourself, Sean and Aaron, for joining me today on Revitalised Meets. And it was wonderful to get an insight into your business and also your thought process on what you believe in and what you've created from seven plus years ago now. So thank you very much to you both. Thanks. Lee, yeah, thanks, Lee, for having us. Lee, Lee, can I have can I give two takeaways to the audience today just, just for them to think about when, when we talk about taking action? Can I do okay. that? Of course you can, fire away. Okay, so first takeaway um, point I would I would suggest is set yourself an alarm on your phone every day, whatever time that is in the day where you need to do something because that's part of your daily plan now. So your alarm goes off every, every, every day, Monday to Friday, or even if it's a seven day plan and you actually do what your alarm tells you to do. Get into that habit, don't snooze it, stop it stop what you're doing and just do that action because that's i think one step that ahead of your competition but also ahead of what you want to be doing that's the first thing the second thing is 
why don't you, for the next 30 days, go onto LinkedIn and have a look at a post that somebody's done and then think about somebody in your network, either in your close network, family, friend, whatever that might be, and find a synergy between what they're doing and the person that's posted. And why don't you just tag them in and say, hey, Lee Foster, I thought of you when I saw this article. I think you guys should just reach out and, and have some fun. Um, I, hope, I, hope this, I hope this introduction might, might help you both. You've done two things there. You've shown Lee Foster that you really care about him because you're just going through LinkedIn, but you see something, but you're also raising your profile as well at the same time on LinkedIn. And you're going to do that for 30 days. And that, that might just help you because sometimes we do struggle with content and ideas on what to post on LinkedIn. And that's normally, that's quite a, a sure way of, of, of doing that. You're helping two people at the same time. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Two takeaways there, Sean. Thank you very much for that. And I think it's, again, it's all we talked about today is taking action on it. So I hope everybody takes action on those two takeaways that Sean has shared with you all today. And I look forward to hearing the results back from everybody over the next 30 days, because I think that will open up many, many doors of opportunity. Sean, Aaron, thank you so much for today. I wish you all the very best for the future. And I look forward to catching up with you both on the golf course again very, very soon. Hopefully back down in anywhere across the globe. As I said, passports on hand, ready to travel. Don't mind. Um, keep safe and stay well, everybody. And thank you very much for listening and watching today's Revitalize Meets. Stay tuned for the next episode, which will be coming out in the next few weeks coming up, where you get the chance to hear from business owners and key influencers from across the UK. Stay safe, stay healthy, keep well. And remember, keep connecting. Take care. Bye-bye for now.